It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. They don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience about just saying yes in this episode 180 of the Effective Characters podcast. Let's go. Woohoo. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, good, good. Why say no when you could say yes? What kind of accent was that supposed to be? That was supposed to be Middle Eastern. That was that was slightly racist and horrible. How? What did that say? What that sound like? That didn't sound like somebody that was from Ohio. I thought you were doing like a 1950s Japanese accent or something. No, nope. which was super racist. By the way, that's racist. You saying that? that no, that I just think you're bad like... at doing accents. No, I was doing my Ohioan accent, which is the Middle Eastern part of a uh, USA. Man, Ohioans get enough shit as it is. They don't need it for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's that's true. That's very true. Da- why don't why don't we change it up? I I'll go first, then Dennis, then James. As far as the last seven days, okay? Okay, that sounds good. This is gonna make people squirm. Uh, so <laughs> things are things are good with me. Uh, the plus side, I. I, I don't know if I talked about it. Did I tell you guys that uh, uh, Becky and I got uh, like pre-approved and are looking at trying to get a house? You told me. I don't know if you told the, the podcast. That's great. So we're, uh, yeah, so that part's done. And she is, she listed her house yesterday. And already had yesterday four people look at it. One person uh, did a full cash offer. Um, and four more are looking at it today. And she has six this weekend. So that part's good. Now it's just actually seeing if there's a house that we would want to move into. <laughs> if not, it's not worth anything. Um, so, yeah. So we'll see see what's going on. It w- It will be... Because I feel like I have not been able to just be, uh, I guess, stable in a house and have my own space since I got divorced, like, fully. My stuff's always been, like, uh, originally it was half in a, what was it? I guess it was all in a house for six months, and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I had to move it half into storage, half into Becky's house. Then now I had it uh, half in her house, half in an apartment. So if I can just have it in one place, that would be great. 
I remember I got to help you move twice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> how, how fun was that? It was fun. We went to Ale House afterwards. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was a good time. This time, God willing, I'm just going to have movers and I'm going to sit on the couch and eat chips. That was a good Ale House experience. I went to Ale House with my kids down in South Miami around 10 o'clock at night. Horrible. Why? I think Ale House for lunch, you know, all the cooks are refreshed. The food is good. And towards 11 o'clock at night, the cooks want to go home. They're just throwing out slop on plates and all the fryers bad. I just late night food is the worst. That's all. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Like, I would much rather go out to a place for lunch than having a any of the late night menu. It's like. And then there's usually a lot of like drunk people hanging around and I'm fine with the drunk people. But when you have to deal with them, like really getting sloppy, you know, sloppy Joe, you know, I actually was friends with a guy who uh, every Friday he would be at a a bar gig that I had. And that was his nickname was sloppy Joe. That's what he would get. He would just drool on the bar. Good old sloppy. I wonder where he, you know, I think I know where he is now. So anyway, so that was, uh, <laughs> that took a, took a turn. So, uh, yeah, so things are, uh, things are good there with work. There's still some funny moments, but sometimes I think that's, if, if I could choose, I would much rather have things that are annoying at work rather than things that are annoying at home. You know, if I had to choose between the two. And I know it's just a just a season where uh, I'm still like wondering time frames of different things, but you know I I'm grateful for the last month in particular, really probably six months. Uh, Dennis and James recording at different times, and if you're listening to this today, I'm sorry we were a couple minutes late uh, getting a recording in. This might as well be a live podcast because it's going to be released just minutes after we recorded. So, yeah. yay, yay! The, the number one thing that I have uh, been doing to get through any frustrations is wiggling my toes and knowing that I can stay in the moment. And because uh, the majority of frustrations are stuff that's in the past or in the future, and not things that are happening right now. So that's what I've been been doing to to really appreciate everything. So that's it, Dennis. What? I don't appreciate you wanna go, it. Want to go next? Sure. Um, I don't know. My week was kind of blah. Like, uh, I think since last time, I think I picked my dad up from the airport and then because he was in New Orleans for like a few days. And then he turned out he had COVID. So that sucked. And then like. So I pretty much stayed in, just didn't see if I caught it or whatever. And so he was sick for the past, like, two weeks um, or a week and a half or whatever it's been since we last recorded. Um, And that kind of, like, stirred up some anxiety in me because I was worried about, like, getting sick and my mom getting sick. And then my mom said she might have it, but I don't. At this point, I don't think she did get it, so that's good. But you know, I went out 
yesterday to do grocery shopping for my mom. And then I almost had a panic attack in the middle of a free in the middle of the grocery store while I was shopping. So that was like really hard <laughs> and crappy, but I managed, I just stopped what I was doing and went and looked for a different item and then like compartmentized it to where like, okay, let me just find one more item and then I can, you know, then I'll see how I feel. And I did that all the way until I was done and I got everything and I left and then I was okay. But it was just, it was, it's been a while since it was that rough just going grocery shopping. But, uh, but my dad's feeling better now. And I don't think my mom, I think my mom just got a minor cold or something, not COVID. So what was the item you were shopping for? Well, I had a list of things, but the item that I was shopping for when I got it was, I think I was trying to find uh, some kind of fish, like some kind of flounder. Was it, was it because, was it because you couldn't find it? uh, No, I think it like, the anxiety had kind of been building the day before. Um, and maybe the week prior, like very slowly. And then I think like being in the middle of the grocery store, feeling a little bit anxious, it was crowded because it was in the middle of the day or early middle of the morning. Um, and then, yeah, couldn't find it. Wasn't feeling well. I don't know everything combined maybe i don't know did you ever think about asked asking sebastian where flounder was no but i should have <laughs> you know what he would have told you it's under the sea <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is what i was gonna say <laughs> so i, I should have just started singing that through the through the frozen food aisle and it was that that was too, that was too easy to figure out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I tried. That was pretty funny. Enough. I tried. Hey, good job, Dennis. Oh yeah. And uh, and on a darker note, mine and James's friendship has officially ended. It has. Yeah. Why? Because he he took away his, the Amazon account from me, so I can't have Amazon anymore on his on his password. Why do you need Amazon? Because Carnival Row is on, and I have to watch Carnival Row. Duh. You know what? Why don't you? We'll FaceTime, and then I'll watch it, and you can see it through my phone. <laughs> we have a viewing party on through your. Yeah, do you want to do that? <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> and we, we, when when I say you can watch it through my phone, you I'll have the screen pointed at my face, so that way you'll be able to hear it. And see the joy and excitement that I have on my face watching it. No, oh, that'll be marvelous. It'll be like a live reaction video. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, Let's do just it. Just let me know. Let me know if you, you're okay with that. Okay. 3 a.m. Saturday, we'll do it. Okay. Sweet. Central? GMT. GMT. Good morning, America. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Well, I'm happy to hear all that, especially that last part. Um, how's everything, James? 
Hi there. I don't know if I shared last time that I did not pass my assessment. Did I share? Oh that? no. Yeah. I no, did. You did share it. Okay. So no, I took the last first. Night. The first one you said. Yeah. You said they gave you more uh, of a option. It was like the first one, and they said you can redo it. That was where we were. Yeah. Yeah. So I took it last night and I passed it. Yay! So that's good. And was then, it easier this time or? Yeah. You know, honestly, I was the first time I was so nervous and I thought like, man, I did not, I did not like pray or invite God into the assessment or anything like that. So as soon as I parked the car and was walking to the restaurant, I was like, God, come in, Holy Spirit, fill my heart, fill my leader's heart. Just make, help me make this the best it could possibly be. And thy will not mine be done. And I did all that and I kept doing that. And not only did he make it easier, the original two who assessed me, which was the proprietor and the main leader, I had like the chill leader and one of the chefs that had been transferred from the Riviera, who I know. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so not only was I like completely rehearsed and I knew everything, but the two people who assessed me were like, like so perfect. I like just looked up and was like, thanks God. And then That's right great. after, right after the assessment, I saw the proprietor. And so he was there, he could have done it. And he looked at me, I was like, I, and I told him, I just want to thank you for giving me the extra two training days. It really helped me. And he's like, yeah, it was, it wasn't a matter of if you could pass it. It was just when, and I was like, Oh, that was so cool. <laughs> so that was fun. That's and really cool. They got me scheduled this Friday, tomorrow and next Friday. And then I'm I'm off to newer grounds. <laughs> I'm off to be Andy's toy. So I literally have two shifts there, but I can always pick up shifts. So that's what that was the whole point of it. Um, my wife got hacked. Um, she was um, a victim of a hack attack. Uh, it was through Facebook, and um, she couldn't log into Facebook, and it's like she was directed to call this number and then it was this guy from india and he was like yeah people are charging your account right now and then he had her kind of log in and get this this app on her phone where he could see her phone Aww. he ended up buying four hundred dollars worth of gift cards and i was like at, at any point did this seem weird to you she's like yeah but you know i was I was fear. I was like, I was downstairs. You bought $200 Xbox gift cards. Who plays Xbox all the time? You don't think. And I was like, I was so angry and yelling at her. But then, you know, she started crying. And I was like, you know, that's when I had to really step back and let my ego take a break. And I was like, you know what? These people are really good. They didn't know. You didn't know. Um, you know, you're, it, it could have happened to anyone. Uh, Two hundred dollars came back to us. Actually, the charge it was dropped. Uh, she filed a police report. Um, our Amazon was. I had to change everything on Amazon. Right, it just logged me out for some reason. And now we're going to the bank after the podcast to open a new account because we have to file um, for fraud. So, gotcha. <laughs> but then <clears throat> since then, I've gone on Facebook, or not on Facebook, on um, YouTube, and I look up. It's it's so funny now. I'll I'll watch like these American guys scam the scammers. So they're like trying yeah. to scam 
And then, oh yeah, I've and they'll like that. redeem the gift card like right in front of them. They're like, no, no, what are you doing? Stop! No, turn off your computer. It's the funniest thing, and they get so angry. And it's that's so. I showed that to my wife, and she felt a lot better. She's like, oh, good, good, good. There, it's nice to see them getting back at the. <laughs> she didn't say it. That's what I thought. It's funny about the the scam and stuff. There's a movie out on that same note called Aaron the Criminal with Aubrey Plaza that I watched about. uh, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, um, I don't know. It's, it's a real thing. It's out there, you know, it's, there's a lot of it. That's why I get so many emails. I just delete, delete, delete. I don't. I don't trust anyone when it comes to the phone or anything like that. Yeah. So I think, I think like right now, especially like being on Twitter and in the NFT spaces and stuff, the, the scam culture out there on the internet right now is worse than it's ever been. It's insane. And the one that got T-Bird is a very common one that like a lot of people get in touch with. But there's rules to the internet. Don't click on any links ever. If someone sends you a link, don't click on it. And like Facebook and other companies like that will never like ask to download another app or ask to go into your computer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm this family's IT guy. You didn't think to come and get me once. And it was just, I was just blown away. It was, they, they did it on fear. They said someone yeah. is using your account right now to make purchases. So she was probably scared, like, oh no. Yeah. And they made it urgent. Like you have to do this right now. Oh my God. Yeah. <clears throat> Within my company, because I, I think I well, we talked about it in the podcast because it, the whole company got ransom hacked and they had to pay a bunch of money to and I'm not just saying it, but it really was a russian organization that actually did it and it was this whole damn thing but because of it every studio computer will you have to re-sign in if you don't move the mouse every three minutes you have to move it or it locks out and you have to click like three different things to download like there's a lot of audio that i have to download and you have to click like three different things in different patterns to be able to even download it. Um, so it's, it is tough. And then they, they'll send us emails um, to test us, you know? So it'll be, it'll be like that. It'll be like, you have to change your password right now. And it will look like it's the company, but it's really not. So they don't want yeah. people to click on it. And then if they do, it said you, um, you failed the, like and if you fail three of those, I think it's within a calendar year, then you have to like you get a demerit, you know, like they have you sign this thing because they don't want it to happen again, you know. Yeah. So. No, it's costly. Uh, yeah, it's I'm sorry that you had to go through that, James. Yeah, it's all good. I mean, it was a learning lesson. No big. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, but it's good. So if yeah, if you're listening to this, yeah, definitely. If even if something looks like you should click on it, don't, don't, do, <laughs> don't do it. You know, it's you. You'll be you'll be contacted. You, let's put it this way: if it's anything with your bank or anything else, 
they'll have you come in in person to deal with it. Or they they have millions and millions of dollars invested to where they'll figure it out on your behalf. You know, but if you click on something, then you have to go. There's a lot more steps like James was talking about that now he has to do um, because of it. And if I don't know if T listens to this, but our heart goes out to you, you know, it could have happened to anybody. And it's happening to probably hundreds of people every few minutes across the entire world. Indeed. Yes. India. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Say yes. (laughs) Say yes. I'm not clicking. Um, So this is something I I sent a little sentence thing describing um, what say yes was to James and Dennis already. There's so many things in life that we don't want to do, but when put through the AA principles filter, it's easy to step up and say yes. So Whenever I look at something in my life that I am asked to do something, I do my best to say yes to things if I know that I, in a, it's funny, like service is so like selfless, right? But it makes me feel good afterwards. So if I know that the outcome is going to help somebody else out and also make me feel really good, like... I would bet even, you know, when James was talking about and Dennis helping me move a couple of years ago um, when I went through that, the feeling after once like maybe the back pain or the arm pain or like sweating and exhaustion left us, they they did it because they also felt good afterwards. You know, it wasn't just the, the Miller's meal was good after with James or the little Caesar's pizza that we had when James helped, it was the, the feeling that you have after, you know, I, uh, I live for that, that moment where I feel so good, you know, and it's almost like for every hour of doing something for somebody else, it's multiple hours that I feel so good afterwards, kind of getting out of myself and having that, you know, that's why, I still, I love going to meetings and celebration, even if it takes me two hours round trip for a one hour meeting. Um, I love that. I love, I love doing it because if I just go to a meeting that is right down the road, it yes, would be less gas, everything else, but it's allowing me a three hour block of time where I know my intentions are to meet with another alcoholic like doing doing this podcast we plan it the the week leading up to usually we'll talk back and forth a couple times about when is a good time do we have a topic some weeks the time changes so then we reschedule so it's like multiple days and times where recovery is brought up to remind me of I'm an alcoholic and I'm doing this to hopefully help out one other alcoholic and just saying yes to that um, feels so good. So I guess that's why I kind of wanted to bring it up to a uh, discussion of is at first that didn't make sense. Like they say, when somebody calls you 
or if you call it other alcoholic because you're going through a rough time in early sobriety, saying yes to pick up the phone, even though it seems like they're helping you, right? Because they picked up their phone, you're helping them. And it didn't make sense until I actually was in the reverse seat and getting to actually pick up the phone for somebody else that was going through it. So I always love saying yes, especially with the program. So Dennis, what'd you got? Um, I don't know. Whenever you first like, uh, like sent the topic, the first thing I thought about was that movie. Yes, man. With Jim Carrey. Did you ever see that? Yeah, it's good. good. Explain what it is in case people haven't. Well, he basically is a guy who, like, decides to say yes to everything, right? No matter what it is, right? Even though he doesn't want to do it. Because he's used to saying no and making excuses to, like, get out of hanging out with his kid and stuff. So he starts saying yes to everything. And then ultimately, you know, it gets him in a lot of bad situations, but then ultimately, moral of the story is his life is fuller and better afterwards or whatever. Um, but I remember watching that movie. I was like, wow, like, that is really fucking horrible. <laughs> Why would anyone, sorry for my language, that is really horrible. Why would anyone, like, want to go through that? But uh, it's a funny movie. It's worth watching. But I think, like, when applied to, like, the program, you know, I think it's a balance, right? Because I was taught to, like, say yes, but I was also taught that we have the power to say no as well, right? So, like, how do I balance that? How do I rectify those two things? And I think, uh, for me anyways, it's, it's like, you kind of got to look at your motivation or your intent, I guess, where, like, if someone asks you for help or whatever, or ask you to do something of service, then you should definitely say yes, right? And if the only reason that you can't do it or don't want to do it is because you don't, just don't feel like it or you don't want to or whatever, but you're able to with scheduling or any other aspect of it, then you should say yes, right? And in doing that, you, you, know, you help yourself and you help others. Um, but you have to make sure that like, you know, you have to be a person of your word or whatever. Right. So if you say yes to something and you take up a commitment, make sure you do it. Right. And then if you like you, if someone asks you to be of service or whatever, and then you say yes, just because you're in the habit of, being people pleasing or saying yes all the time, but you're actually like scheduled to do something else with like your family or work or something. And you're going to end up having to cancel and don't say yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if any of that makes sense, but it's basically the gist of my understanding of it is, is when you take your selfish ego out of it and your self-centeredness out of it, and you're able to do something, then do it. But don't be a people pleaser and like double schedule yourself and and force yourself to have to back out because that's oftentimes worse, you know, than just saying no up front. 
I don't know if that's on topic, but go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Poor Dennis. Poor Dennis. (laughs) I'm still thinking about you in in Publix in the fetal position. Oh, it didn't get that bad, luckily. Okay. Well, if you do, go to, like, the pharmacy so they can help you. Could the pharmacy actually help me? You never know. I think they would help you faster than the bag boy. <laughs> True. So, anyways, I'm um, I say yes a lot more than I do did. You know, when I was drinking, as you know, you know this is a, a selfish and self-centered disease, and you know when we come into the rooms, we just want to stop drinking, right? But then we after they do the steps you do some self-searching you become more aware um and the awareness grows and you can start seeing your thoughts and you know you see yourself um when you're selfish and when you're not and it's it's just a re- i remember <clears throat> about five years ago when i first became aware where i i saw myself being on the other side of my mind thinking these thoughts and be like these thoughts are not what I want to be thinking right now. And I just remember being like, huh. And, and just being awakened at that point. And so many times I go back to that sleeping state where my thoughts and my worries control everything. And I bring that up because, you know, I did a lot of collateral damage with um, my family, with my kids. And, and today I've made it a point to be, part of my living amends is to say yes whatever they need like uh, james i'm short rent today um i i need more money you know yes whatever you need you know you're making my mother's or my my kid's mother her life easier is essentially making my kid's life easier so you know no matter what resentments i have um, those are all out the window now. It's just, yes, yes. What do you need? Even though I'm paying what the court orders me to pay, you know, I'm going to do more. Same with the kids. They don't ask me for much, but when they do ask me, it's like little things. Oh, dad, can I get some new gear for this game I'm playing? I, sometimes I'll throw in like, yeah, but what, have you done anything for your mom lately? You know, kind of put it back. I'm just like, yes, but I'll usually say yes, but can you do this for me? And more they always say yes back. So it's really nice. And in, in AA, I've learned to, um, you know, take those little hints. Like there was this new guy at the meeting uh, the day before yesterday. And um, my wife said, he's new. You should, you should go say something to him. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, I, I started talking to people. And before I knew it, he was gone. The next day, um, Melissa, it's like, James, that guy's new. He's new. You should talk to him. I was like, yes, yes, of course. And I did talk to him. And, um, you know, it's taking those little c- cues from people too. And I was like, have you tried to got, get sober before? And he's like, yes. I was like, okay, so you know the deal. And as he was talking to me, I could smell the alcohol in his breath. I was like, all right. Well, it sounds, I was like, what what's different this time he's like um there's a lot more stress <laughs> that was his answer i was like oh boy 
so I exchanged numbers and, you know, I, I'll pray for him. His name's Jack. And, um, today I say, yes. Um, I'm the guy at work who says, yes. I'm the guy who says yes to a friend who asked to, if I can help move. Um, whenever anyone wants to do stuff like Dennis was saying, yes, you know, but a lot of the times, not always, um, I, I, I say I'll let them know because I need to check with my wife first. Being in a, a marital relationship, uh, they we have to be on the same page as our wife. And if I'm making plans to go to Miami for the weekend to spend time with my boys, I have to make sure it's okay with my wife. I can't just say, yes, I have to be thoughtful. I'm living at my in-laws house. I can't bring friends over. I can't invite people over. And I have to be very... Um, careful what I do because it's ultimately I do not own this house in a sense I'm just renting this house and and it's just a little piece of the house so I have to be very respectful and which I am I have been for six years yes has worked for me for the past six years and I will continue to say yes um, because like Mike said I feel better when I do things and one thing I'll, the last thing I'll say is saying yes to things that you don't want to do. Those are the, the real, the big ones. When you're at work and someone's like, James, will you go mop this up? My first instinct is like, I didn't make that mess. Then I say, I look, I smile. I was like, sure. You know? And I think as long as I'm not taken advantage of, I'll continue to be the guy and I'll feel better because of it. So thanks for letting me share. Thank you, James. Yeah, I, it's funny. I was uh, thinking of that phrase, taking advantage of. Um, that's really important, right? Because as as both James and Dennis were pointing out, there are boundaries, and you have to know what the, the boundaries are, you know? So I want to help people out, but I don't want to be taken advantage of. So you check your your motives, and you make sure that it's, that it's also good for you and you're in a safe space. So just because if the boss says, well, yeah, we need you to do this and this, if that ends up being out of the, uh, I guess, boundaries of where you can actually do it without uh, injuring your, yourself uh, physically, mental, mentally, or spiritually, then say yes to it. If not, and it could change day to day, and that's totally fine because we're human. That's the reason that there's a higher power bigger than us, right? So if we're not equipped for that, and we know that that's not going to be uh, possible, and if you don't have that connection with a higher power, definitely uh, bring it to your fellowship and sponsor and then share <laughs> your experience, strength, and hope in a meeting. You know, bring the solution that you were able to find and uh, that'll help somebody else out. So even though it doesn't sound like a yes at the time, a, uh, a no can turn into it. That's what I think. I don't know if that makes any sense. Dennis, do you understand me? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's the spirit. Well, we'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 181 where the defective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, why say no when it feels so good to say yes? We'll see you next time. <laughs>